1: Welcome to A Slob Comes Clean, the podcast. I'm Dana K. White. I blog over at aslobcomesclean.com. That's where I share my personal deslobification process. As I figure out ways to keep my own home under control, I share the truth about cleaning and organizing strategies that actually work in real life for real people, people who don't love cleaning and organizing. Thanks for joining me today. This is podcast number 274, and I'm calling it working and working and having something to show for it. Because isn't that what we all want? Um, so I'm talking to Autumn today and, um, I think you guys are really going to love this conversation. We talk about all kinds of really, um, good stuff, which we get a little emotional. Um, but I, I asked if we could leave it in because the things that Autumn is, is working through and has worked through, um, I hear those same stories from you guys in emails. And I just think it's, it's good to know that you're not alone. And I appreciate her being willing to share, but we talk through some of her strategies in her own home. And don't worry, it's not all emotional. You don't have to worry about that. It just gets that way a little bit. Um, Yeah, I think you guys are in love. It. So we talk about how to be motivated by something other than panic cleaning with somebody coming over. We talk about well-meaning family members who out of love, this is where it gets kind of emotional, gave more stuff than we could actually handle. And just just working through some of all that goes along with, with that kind of stuff. Um, and then again, just working and working, but feeling like you're just not actually getting anything done. So, okay. I think you're going to love this. And here we go. Here's Autumn. Thanks for coming on, Autumn. I'm excited that you're here and willing to share with the world. <laughs> Thanks for having me. So tell me about you. like Tell me about your unique life situation that you're in.
0: Okay. Well, I am an older mom. I'm 52 and I have seven kids and they are still all in the house. My oldest is 17 and my youngest is six. We're all in four bedrooms and um, my youngest does have Down syndrome. So he is sort of the life of the party as well presenting some extra challenges. So yeah, so we're having some fun over here. Sounds like it. Now,
1: are you are your kids schooling at home at this time?
0: Yeah, yeah, okay. we're all virtual. Although we are lucky, our grandparents live four houses away, and the older three go to grandma and grandpas to use their Wi-Fi. <laughs> okay, that's huge. That's yeah. very helpful. That's a very, very helpful thing, yeah. Also, right. grandpa is a physics, retired physics and chemistry teacher, so that helps, too. How good. wonderful.
1: Yeah. <laughs> now, do you have, do they know? I mean, have you been given any kind of a timeline on when they might go back to regular school?
0: Oh, one of the principals mentioned maybe uh, Thanksgiving after Thanksgiving. Oh. But, you know, we don't know. We're in Michigan, so okay. it's pretty tight thought down still. Is that all over Michigan that it's that way? Yeah, our governor has been really protective. Okay. Uh, you know, so, uh, well, actually, that that's not exactly true. Each school district is different. Our school okay. district doing virtual only right now. Okay.
1: Yeah. Well, I was, I find it so interesting and Thanksgiving is actually very, very, very soon. It's true. Yeah. I don't even, I'm not for sure that yours will air before Thanksgiving, but anyway, Okay. <laughs> people <laughs> okay. will understand. Okay. So tell me what strategy has impacted your home the
0: most? Well, um, I've thought about that question a lot. Your container concept has been really helpful, but the thing that I really rely on is the take it now there I'm mean, take it there now okay um, it just it it's something that I struggle with I really um, am wired to not take it there now to put it in a pile to take it there in a minute as soon as I've gathered enough things to go there um which then leaves me with a house full of piles, and my family then claims I didn't know it that bunch of stuff over there was. And then it's all my jurisdiction all of a sudden and I get no help. So it's really much better to, to pick up the scissors and put the scissors where they go instead of wait, you know, till I have scissors and a pen and the tape dispenser. So
1: you have come to a point where you're doing that and seeing the benefit of taking
0: it there now? Oh, absolutely. But it's still a struggle. It's just (laughs) like, it just, it goes against the grain you know, so hard. <laughs> well, I think it, to me,
1: it makes me think about like, I feel so much better when I eat salad with grilled chicken and blah, blah, blah. Like my body feels better. I think better. And yet analogy. for some, yeah, but for some reason <laughs> yeah. when I'm looking at the menu, I'm like, oh, chicken fried chicken sounds really good. <laughs> or if I open the fridge, what's in there? <laughs> right. Exactly. So yeah no I I get it but I I I'm encouraged like do you remember how long ago you filled out your form
0: a long time ago
1: Okay so because that was actually one of your biggest challenges at one point was not being able to make yourself do the ticket there now so I'm yeah. really it's encouraging me to hear you say that
0: you're now doing that
1: and you I'm
0: doing it impact. I'm doing it and the house is actually better it's noticeably better but um, as of that you think <laughs> Oh absolutely yeah 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 and I and I concentrate hard on the on the visible areas like the front entrance the living room which is right off the front entrance um and the kitchen all those things you can see right from the front door and so I make sure to do those and I do those by doing the take it there now. <laughs> yes, those rooms for sure. Um so that's been that's been really really key. I don't make piles there. But where I do make piles is like you know, in the unseen areas, like the basement. Plus, then I have the excuse. Well, I don't want to climb three sets of stairs right now. I just... I know. Sets of stairs. Yeah.
1: Anyway. <laughs> yeah. But I think the more that you do that and the more you see the real impact on actually seeing improvement in your home, yeah. the more willing you'll be to fill up your hands as much as you can and go up the basement stairs. You know I mean? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. because at some point you'll get to that point where you say, okay, fine, I'm going to do this. I hate it, but I'm going to do it. And then... <laughs> you'll be like, oh, wow, that made a big difference. Okay, it's, you know, it's it's that building. I think it will definitely come. Yeah.
0: Yeah, building habits.
1: Yep, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, tell me the second biggest impact. What strategy has had the second biggest impact on your home?
0: Oh, I would like to say laundry day. Okay. Laundry day, because there's nine of us in the house, laundry day was a really big stumbling block um, for us and a lot changed when we stopped using the laundry chute. Actually we have, right, we have the bedrooms on the second floor and the living areas on the first floor. And then the basement is where we have our, our, uh, laundry room and it's an older house. So we have this, this chute that you can access from every floor. And we made sure to have it fixed, repaired nicely when we moved into this house. Cause I thought what a great tool. Oh, uh, my, one of my life dreams is a laundry chute. Okay. Well, yeah, so I get it. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, this brings me to something I wanted to mention a little later, but anyway, um, when, when my dad was, was at the end of his life, we moved him into our house and with that, we uh, decided we had to hire a helper. And I'm going to call her Alice, like Alice from the Brady Bunch. Um, of course, yeah. <laughs> so, so Alice was an older woman, and she had her ways, and she'd already raised her kids. And um, this is something that she, she we found her through uh, care.com. Not that it matters. But anyway, it was, she was great, and she was a great cook and she made food for my dad and and he really liked her cooking and that was awesome. Um, but another thing she did was watch me and how I went through my day. And one thing she saw was that laundry day never ended in our house because the laundry would keep coming down the chute and it was always a mountain. Uh, you, you know, fly lady, she calls it Mount Washmore. Well, it it was Mount Wash forever more here. And, um, and her idea, Alice's idea, was to stop using the laundry chute, which I just couldn't imagine. I'm like, well, but why? We had it fixed exactly for this purpose. And she said, because there's never an end. You never are going to see the last piece of laundry washed. You need an end, you know, and then you can wash again on laundry day. But I thought there's no way to do nine people's worth of laundry on one day. And and that is sort of true. So, But what we ended up doing was really um, – following your advice to do one person's laundry on every, on each day. And really for us, that means um, two people at a time. And on one day it's three people at a time. So two, four, six, seven, eight, nine. Um, So it's three days of laundry day, which is way more doable than every day, all day, (laughs) never ending laundry day. So we, um, now we have laundry baskets in the rooms and the kids bring them down on their laundry day and the older kids, really are supposed to do their own laundry and get it done within that day and put away within that day. And that makes such a huge difference for us. And the other thing that really needs to happen on a regular basis is we need to let go of the outgrown stuff. We need to make sure that our clothes fit in our containers. And, you know, there's always new clothes coming in for whatever reason. And there always needs to be clothes leaving. (laughs) We need, we can't just, hold on to every unmatched sock at some point you say oh these socks are tired and it's time for <laughs> to <let them> go. <laughs> they've done their duty they've yeah. done their duty <laughs> yeah and you know and it's it's nice to have new socks that have elastic that actually you know does what it's supposed to do instead of sag or you know I just right. like a half a basket of of socks that are that have been good warriors for us but they're done they're they're retired so, um, And then that kind of brings me to another point I wanted to talk about, which is just – I was just thinking that um, when I put aside things to leave the house, like the bag of, of old socks or the, the broken toy um, that's in a garbage bag now because really it's broken past donating – it's so good when those actually leave my house instead of stay in a bag at the bottom of the stairs or near the garage door. You know, it's so mm-hmm. good to pull that trigger. And that's that's something that's part of the take it there now concept that I really I really need to do that even more. Like I, I feel like, well, I got it in the bag. You know, that's good. <laughs> now I need to Which get Which it
1: is good. There. It is. You've but, made the it, decision on that. So is your question yeah. how to get it out of the house?
0: kinda yeah <laughs> so
1: so i think what what you already said was you did do the emotionally hardest part by making that final decision like it's done it's over you don't have to think about it anymore but you do have to physically get it out of the house now yeah. i think maybe it would be okay for you to expand your definition of trash you know, because it's you know, if if the socks have been through six kids or seven kids, yeah, exactly. and they don't have a last anymore, you yeah. know, yes, there are places that will take fabric and will make rags out of them and rugs or stuff. I mean, you know, so it.
0: There yeah, is- there's a rag deposit box over by my kids' middle school, Okay. So I-, I can take like my ripped sheets and my old okay. socks. There and I, that is a stumbling block because that feels like the best way to get rid of it. It's stuck on the best way, and then it just yes.
1: I mean, (laughs) here's the thing remember that becoming less overwhelmed in your home gets you to the point where you can do the ideal thing, okay? So it sounds like that idealism of there is an actual on my way way to get (laughs) rid of rags that says put your rags here on it, there's a sign or something, you know, that it's, it's like that sign just taunts you and is like, this is the best way to do things. But then if you forget to do it, part of that is accepting your reality of, you know, I maybe don't have the personality that remembers to put a bag of old socks in my car or I put it in my car and I don't remember to actually stop and put it in there or just the fact that your kids aren't actually going to school right now. So for you to say that it's next to their school doesn't actually mean what it used to mean. That's correct. So, you (laughs) know, very accurate. Yeah. 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 So, you have two choices. I mean, your choices are you can either say, Bye, kids. I am running to dump this stuff off. I'm going to, you know, fill my entire car or whatever with old sheets and da da da. And I'm going to go take it and I'm going to go shove it in that thing. And that's what I'm doing this morning. And I might grab yeah. Starbucks while I'm out and drink it before I get home, so nobody knows that I had Starbucks or whatever. You know, that's it. right? But, but you know, like that's that's my job for today. That's the thing yeah. that's going to make me feel accomplished because the reality is, if you do that, then there's going to be a whole lot less stuff in your house, which will feel
0: great. Yeah, come
1: back and you're going to feel so accomplished, even though it feels like you're not really doing anything. All you're doing is taking it and dropping it off. But taking it and dropping it off is a big deal.
0: It is or
1: you or, can say i'm throwing it away <laughs> i can't leave the house because you know the younger kids are here they need me so guess what i'm going to do i'm going to throw it away yeah. because it's it's ripped and it's you know i i mean it's not ideal you know but it's kind of like this nice lovely bonus that you have of a nearby place that takes rags i mean i don't have that that is so appealing to me so i totally get why you're like that's the perfect thing to do with this stuff. But at the yeah. same time, it's not, a, it's not a blessing if it's causing you to be paralyzed. And so, you know, give yourself permission to say this stuff is old and guess what? We've got seven kids and I'm going to get rid of this stuff and it's going to make me that much less overwhelmed in my home going to yeah. push me forward to making real progress, continuing to make real progress. And the less overwhelmed I am, the more likely I am to take one bag of socks or whatever and go drop it off at this place. You, you know, yeah. like I'm, I'm more likely to remember to do that and make it part of my routine if I'm less overwhelmed in my home. Let's talk about one of our sponsors for this episode, Prep Dish. Prep Dish is a healthy subscription based meal planning service that is unique because the plan you receive each week isn't just a list of meals and recipes. I mean, it has the meals and it has the recipes. But every Friday in your email, you get those meals and recipes, but you also get detailed instructions for a prep day. When you do one to three hours, of the prep work for the entire week. Okay. Then on the day that you actually eat the meal, you cook it fresh, but it all goes super fast because the prep work is already done. Prep dish makes healthy eating realistic and possible because they do all the planning work for you. So if you want to free up some mental energy, and let PrepDish take over your meal planning, head to prepdish.com slash a slob comes clean, and you can get a free two-week trial. Again, that's prepdish.com slash a slob comes clean for a free two-week trial. You know, and the other thing too is once you get that stuff out, either by making it your mission for the morning or making it your I'm gonna throw it in the trash and not worry about it and just work from there later and do better next time, which is completely valid, you know, because it's anyway uh, not donatable. You know, it's just for this one purpose. Right. But right. as you do that, I was going to say something really important, and it just left my brain. Oh, oh, it was it was so good. Oh, I know what it is. I know what it is. Oh, good. <laughs> back to the back to the container concept. But as, after you get this kind of backlog of stuff out, yeah. then to have if there's space, if there's not then you just put the stuff in the trash as it comes out of the dryer. But in the future, having a box that's down by the, um, or a bag, depending on what the recycling place is that you put the stuff into if a box doesn't fit. But having a container that's there by your dryer so that as things come out and it's ripped or it's stained or it's too small or it has no elastic or whatever, you put it in that container And that becomes your, I only keep in my house what will fit in this container of rags. And when this is full, I can say, do I have it in my schedule? Do I have it in my brain space to actually take this and go, you know, maybe it's a great excuse right now for me to get out of the house or you know what, this (laughs) is just not reality. And so it either becomes as that's full, it's a trigger for you to say it's time can I do it or not? Does it go to the ideal place or does it go in the trash? Because the reality yeah. is that if I let it get past this box that fits in this space, then my house gets out of control. So,
0: right, right.
1: you know, and, and here's the thing, I'm giving you permission, Thank but you. I'm also nobody. Do you know what I mean? Like, like you don't need my permission, but sure. at the same time, I am acknowledging that we all feel like we need permission in these situations because there is a perfect ideal way to do something. But the truth is there are probably people regularly dropping off rags in that thing and they're not going to be,
0: won't be missed. Yeah. Yours, yours won't be missed.
1: But once you get to the point where you can handle just doing a little bit at a time, then that's when you get to contribute, you know? So it's that, what is actually working and what's actually possible. So anyway, yeah. is
0: that helpful well, at all? I, no, it, it is. And I also, um, I, I do feel, uh, um what do you call it? Accomplished or whatever. I, I feel like I'm, I'm doing the Dana method well when I do have a bag right by my dryer and, and I've been, um, Oh, I'm such a sentimental person, but I've been letting go of my youngest child's clothing because there's no one to grow into it. And I've spent like my whole motherhood saving the clothes for the next down kid. And now I just take those little size four that he doesn't fit anymore. And I just put them right away in a donate bag, which is donatable, right? And I just, I fill the bag up and I, um, and as soon as it's full, I put it in my car and that always feels great, but I do not have a bag down there for, um, these things that, that come out of the dryer and they surprise me like, oh wow, the sheet ripped in half. (laughs) Yes. No rag. I didn't have somewhere to put it. And I, I did, um, right now I have a ripped sheet and a bag in my garage and another one in the basement in like a hamper that I would rather have, you know, sorted into, but I know that's, you know what I mean? It's like, it's un I'm sure you have a word for it, but it's, it's a hesitation. I have all these hesitations and I, and they, they do, they stumble me. They're stumbling blocks um, and they need to leave my house.
1: Here's the thing. You can spend time decluttering something and you're going to be glad that you did it always. But you already know I can literally walk through my house, gather up all the stuff that has been making me feel guilty and yeah. literally in 15 minutes, I am going to feel so good. You yeah. know, I mean, like it's yeah. going to feel so good to know that that stuff is either in the trash or I'm on my way to go take it to the, the drop off place.
0: Yeah. Yeah. There is an interesting phenomenon that I, I seem to uh, experience on a daily basis where I walk through the room and I'm like, oh, I made the decision. I feel good about it. That's leaving. And oh, I made the decision. That's leaving. Except they're still there. They're still exactly where they have been. And I'm like, okay, well now, now those need to actually leave. You know, right. and oh, I, I, we do do it. I do, I do divest our house of all these things. It's just there's, I, uh, I love things. I, I think right. I love.
1: <laughs> I love well, and I think too, it's that, it's that counting. Yes, you're done as far as decisions you know like that part is done, but yeah. counting the time of taking it and putting it in your car and driving it somewhere and dropping it off, counting that as legitimate time spent working on your home.
0: Like that that's key. I think you're right. That's like crucial. That is. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, and all those things too, you know, if you're seeing a thing here that you've made a decision about and a thing here, you know, remembering having the ongoing donate box
0: yeah.
1: or boxes, yeah, you know, that are, it's their own containers. So it's like, I'm sticking those things into the donate box. So I'm not seeing those things anymore. And then the donate box goes in a specific spot where this is our donate spot for things. And then that is its own container. So once that has, you know, it's full of donate boxes. Well, that's, that means that guess what? I don't, you know what? I don't get to declutter in my house today. Instead, I've got to take a trip to the place to get rid of this stuff. Are your places open at this point to get rid of things?
0: Um, they are. It's interesting. Um, Salvation Army has like an endless line, like wow, <laughs> endless. It wraps around the building and the building is big and it's a, it's a strip mall and the line goes all the way around. to So I don't prefer that place anymore. I also donated uh, glassware there once and I watched the guy as he tossed it over his head into a bin and I heard it all shatter. Oh. <laughs> so, even though I wanted those out of my house, I didn't want them smashed. I know. I know. <laughs> but so there is a drop-off place. It's, um, they end up reselling it. I don't know who even benefits from the reselling, but they have a little... Vest- you benefit. I benefit, that's right.
1: (laughs) You benefit by them taking your stuff.
0: (laughs) You're right. (laughs) But I'm able to unload my car at any time into their little vestibule. So that's like, that's fantastic. That makes, yeah. 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 That's great. And it's really close. It's like a mile away. So that's really, that's something I should take advantage of more. But anyhow, yeah.
1: That's great. Let's move on to your next uh, question that you want to talk about.
0: Okay. Well, um, I wanted to ask you if you're familiar with the broken window theory. No. No, I I bet you are, but um, it's a theory um, from like city planning and and crime that when a a city starts to have a lot of broken windows, that the idea begins to form that this is an unsafe place and no one will mind if another window gets broken or maybe my car will get broken or maybe it's okay to break into that car because no one's watching who's breaking windows. Um, Uh
1: It's
0: an idea that was coming around a lot in the, in the 80s. I'm older than you, so. <laughs> Not much older. <laughs> well, um, uh, I, I heard about it, I guess, when I was in the college. And um, so that's a concept I, th- I think about. I think about if my room, if, if my living room is messy, then my kids kind of seem to view it as a, as a broken window room. Like, oh, well, no one will mind if I leave this room a little messier. I don't need to make it nicer I can just in fact uh, toss a popsicle stick under the couch and mom won't even notice it because there's already you know or the little kid tossed a popsicle stick or whatever like it just seems to accumulate um, so I think about the broken window theory when I'm tidying up I'm like if I make this room look really nice it'll be really noticeable when the kids get up like I'll, I'll do it first thing in the morning make the room nice fix the cushions on the couch you know, just, and, and sweep and stuff and and do that so that when they see it, they'll maybe be inspired to keep it nice. It doesn't always work. Um, so I guess what I was sort of thinking of asking you was motivations. Um, do I clean because I'm, worried that it's going to get messier because I'm worried about this broken window theory? Or do I clean because I'm worried about the doorbell ringing and someone's going to see how messy we could be? Or another thing I wanted to ask you is if you saw that TED talk about the mind of, uh, inside the mind of a chronic procrastinator um, by Tim Urban I did not see it. I saw that you okay. had mentioned that, and I didn't. see Okay, that. so someone posted it on the on the um, Kindred Spirits page, um, and it was it was great. He he talks about how all of us, maybe all of us, maybe universally all of us are procrastinators, and some are more so than others. But um, he talks about how each of us has a instant gratification monkey. <laughs> keeps us entertained and that we really buckle down though to meet a deadline or or to get a goal accomplished when the panic monster awakens and so that was another thing that does work in my house is when i start panicking that whatever thanksgiving's in 2 days and family's going to come and see how messy we can be and and then i have a lot of energy it's panic energy
1: okay so here's what i'm hearing you say is the reality is panic a fear of the broken window syndrome, fear of you know somebody stopping by, whatever, those are all things that do motivate you. You wish that you were motivated by all the right reasons of just wanting to do things,
0: yeah, that okay? weren't negative and weren't stressful because yes. I also feel like um, panicking. And I want the family to panic too. Like, I want you guys to experience this motivation of
1: get up and get this done. I may have actually said words exactly like that to my family at different times. So, I do completely understand. <laughs> but so, so here's the thing it is true. It is great motivation for me to know that somebody's coming over. That can mm-hmm. be a hard thing right now because not a lot of people are coming over. You know, I mean, like, it, it's one of those weird, you know, weird things. So, Take, take the motivation where you can get it. Okay. Mm. Like I think it kind of goes back to the idealism we were talking about before is sometimes what the cycle that can happen. And I'm not saying this is what's happening with you. I'm just saying, I know this is me. And this is what I hear from people a lot is sometimes it's this, I'm most motivated to clean when someone's coming over. Mm -hmm. I don't like that about myself. I wish that I was doing this for all the right reasons instead of just to impress somebody or just because of the panic. So I'm not going to invite anybody over and wait until I'm doing everything for the right reasons. But then because I don't naturally do things for the right reasons and instead I do them for people coming over, then it gets worse and worse and worse. And so then I feel like I... Now, can't invite anyone over because it would be so, it's just kind of this endless cycle that can happen. So, what I will say is, don't knock the reality of this lights a fire under my bohani and I'm going to take advantage of it. Okay. So, like, don't yeah. knock that, which I don't think you are, you know, but at the same time, there is such value in momentum, mm-hmm. in knowing that momentum will happen down the line. And you know, it will happen because Dana has told you that it will happen because Dana's experienced it in her own house, you know, right, but, right. but no. And I think you, you've experienced it to a lot of degrees here, you know, but sure. like identify that momentum that you have experienced and say, okay, how can I recreate that? Or, um, how can I increase that momentum? So, you know, what brings momentum is visible progress, What brings momentum as far as like inspiring myself to do this for the right reason is visible progress. Kind of like the broken window theory of, you know, what I say is, you know, visible clutter attracts more visible clutter. It just does. If I have a pile of stuff on there, that pile is going to grow, whether I'm aware of it growing or not. It's like, there's already papers here. So why not put another piece of paper here? Exactly. You know, but a clear space catches my attention more as being this space is clear and it deserves to be clear. But all that is a visible is a visibility thing. Also sponsoring this episode is better help. If you're struggling with your mental health in the midst of this challenging season, in the midst of an extra challenging year, Check out BetterHelp. BetterHelp allows you to connect with a licensed professional counselor from home in a safe and private online environment. This means you can get help on your own time and at your own pace. You can schedule secure video or phone sessions, plus chat and text with your therapist. BetterHelp has U.S. licensed therapists across all 50 states. If you're not happy with your counselor for any reason, you can request a new one at any time for no additional charge. You can start communicating in under 24 hours, though I do want to be clear it's not a crisis line. Your struggles may be different from the ones that your neighbors are facing through BetterHelp, You have access to a broad expertise in the network so you can address your unique needs. You're not limited to what's available in your local area and the service is available for clients worldwide. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available for those who qualify. Best of all, it's a truly affordable option. I want you to start living a happier life today. As a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting betterhelp.com clean. Join over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com clean. You know, so going ahead and keep doing what you're doing and say, okay, how can I move out from the spaces that I'm visibly keeping under control How can I Mm -hmm. move out from those
0: spaces now and grow them, grow them. Yes. Yes. Grow
1: them. So remembering that the visibility rule, the way that you build that momentum, those two things go together is you appreciate the visible progress that you've made
0: Mm
1: -hmm. and And maintain it. Yes. yes, And once you, when you have that motivation, which is going to come quicker because of the visible progress, you say, okay, I'm going to go back and work again. I'm going to start in the visible space, but this time it only takes me Five to seven minutes as opposed to three hours. The first time I, you know, decluttered it from years worth of collecting stuff or whatever. Right. I'm going to focus on that. And then in the additional time that I have, I'm going to move to the next most visible space. And then I'm going to work on that space mm-hmm. and do the hard decluttering that takes time and effort and lots of energy. And then I will be encouraged to, you know, inspired to declutter again because... That's what I
0: did. Yes,
1: exactly. Like there's just a thing. And so it doesn't seem as overwhelming. And so, but then you start back in that most visible space, takes you two minutes this time because there's no hard decisions because it's only so it's appeared there in the last, you know, couple of days or weeks or whatever. And then I move to the next one and that one takes me five to seven minutes. And then I spend hard, tough time on the next one. And so I think what you're asking is how can I be encouraged to work on my home for the right reasons. And the that encouragement comes from making that visible progress. Okay. Yeah. So doing the work, doing the work. Yeah, it does. So it's like that I'm going to, I know that the work I'm going to do in this visible space is not just for the sake of this visible space. It's also for the sake of building momentum because this is a proven concept that if I will work on this space, if I will make visible progress, I'll be encouraged to make visible progress in the future. And the difference between making visible progress that way for the right reasons and the reality of, you know, panic cleaning is that panic cleaning often involves stuff shifting because you throw, yeah, you throw everything in that one room that you know you're going to be able to keep your guests out of. And so it really, it doesn't have the lasting, real, satisfying momentum that visible space right. decluttering does. Like, because if we're going to declutter in my way, right. we don't stuff shift, and so we it's don't like, bear yeah, bare yourself alive, right, right, right. And so it's right. like every, even though it goes slower, right, it's all very definite, real, actual progress, progress. not pretend uh-huh. progress, but actual <laughs> progress, and so. Yeah. So as you, you know, as you do that and then knowing this is harder right now, yes, I would be moving a whole lot faster if I knew somebody was coming over, but it's worth it because every decision that I make is a final decision and that means it's going to be,
0: yeah. So does that make sense? Yeah. And, and it reminds me, um, I signed up for for some reason at some point, the word of the day. Would you like okay. the word of today? Absolutely. Crazy. Um, it's Quotidian. It means of or occurring every day. And it usually means it in a mundane sense. Like I sat down for my quotidian egg, I guess. But like I need to do these things every day so that I do build momentum. And I continue to, instead of two steps back, one step forward, it's actually one step, one step, one step, one step forward, you know.
1: Well, and and are y'all doing five minute pickups?
0: Well, I am. (laughs) I am. I really. I've been doing good with that. What frustrates me is uh, I can't seem to get my family to enthusiastically join me.
1: Oh yeah, the enthusiasm is not going to happen. <laughs> it's, it doesn't. I mean, it never will. You have teenagers. You know this. <laughs> yes, they
0: are not enthusiastic. Yeah.
1: One of my favorite things that you said when you talked about Laundry Day and your cert and your uh, whatever it is that you filled out form. I don't know. Um, yes. Was something about the teens asking them to do it. And I think like to do their own laundry on their day, asking them to, because you have teenagers and you, so you know that that's part of our job as moms, like wanting them to just remember and be internally motivated. I mean, what are we just talking about? Is the, (laughs) our own frustrations with our own Inability themselves, our yeah, own selves, yeah, to have that internal motivation, and so then placing right. that on them is not realistic, and you know that for them, yeah. right? Like, yeah. you know, for them, right. you're a good mom, you know. I mean, just the fact right. that you didn't complain about the fact that you ask your teens to do it, but you just accept the fact that that's the reality for teenagers is they have to be reminded of things oh um, until yeah. they get to the point where they care enough that they right. make it their thing, and so for you, like saying, it is what it is. I have to have methods and I wish I didn't have to, but guess what I do? You know, like I have to say, and I still have to do it. I have to say to myself, visibility, 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 Dana, do not neglect visibility. You will regret it. Yeah. You won't get as far. You're not, you know, so it's all these reminders are actually important.
0: Yeah. Thank you for these reminders. And I, and I do, they're my inner mantra. I say them to myself all the time. And, and I would like to have my own uh, closet, you know, nicely organized, but I would rather have the front entry hall, <laughs> you know, not in embarrassment or full of boxes that need to go to recycling or whatever it is. I need, I can do the, you know, the closet once I've got enough momentum that I can do that.
1: And know? once that gets to that point, then when the majority of your visible spaces are pretty much under control... They may not be perfect, but then you're going to be able to say, okay, I've got, wow, how in the world did I end up with two hours that I can actually work on something? And you'll be like, I'm okay with my visible spaces. I'm going to go work on my closet. And then also because of all the experience that you're going to have had and those visible spaces going slowly, but making real, real progress, that closet Mm -hmm. is going to look different to you than it used to before, you know, you really gained all that decluttering experience.
0: And, and you're absolutely right. And it's experience and it's, and it's skill. It's like a, a it is. mental skill to um, that. I'm, that I'm working on growing. Yes, <laughs> yes exactly. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that kind of ties in with um, another uh, thing I wanted to talk to you about um, just about limits. And uh, I was thinking maybe I should share that my childhood uh, I grew up with my mom, um, who is a benevolent hoarder, I'm going to call her. Um, she, she meant well, and she certainly uh, wanted to shower us with love. And her love language was um, gift-giving, I'm, I'm sure of it. <laughs> and she just, she didn't know how to, hey, maybe we should cut this out. Hold on, <laughs> hold on, gather uh, yeah, my silly emotions. It's Okay.
1: It's okay. You've heard me cry on my podcast. It's okay. <laughs> I, I mean, okay, you're willing to leave it in. Okay, <laughs> I'm just. I mean, what you're going through because you loved your mom with all of your heart, and you know that her intentions were best. Yeah, <laughs> and sometimes wishing that maybe she had done things differently feels like a little right. bit of betrayal. Yeah, if not yeah, right. She wanted the best for you. So right. figuring out how to go from here, um, she yeah. wanted the best for you. so. Well,
0: thank you for saying that. She really did. Um, I know she did. And, and she ended up with a house full of stuff, you know, and to the point where we had pathways through rooms that weren't usable and a dining room table that was covered with years worth. She couldn't, for years we couldn't eat. Uh, thanksgiving dinner in the dining room, even though that was her dream um, and we couldn 't really sit on the couch as a family once um, there were there were three of us girls, and I was the oldest by nine years so I moved out to go to college and my two little sisters were still there and they couldn't have friends over and they couldn't even sit on the couches as a family, just the the four of them, because half of each couch was given over to piles of stuff. And my mom was a creative person. She was an artist, an art teacher. She saw potential in everything. She really did make wonderful things, Um, (laughs) but she was just struggling, you know? She was sorry. She was just struggling and I I hate seeing that in myself. I don't want to struggle. I don't want my kids to have a house that no one can come over to or or couches that are unusable. So that's like a great motivation for me. But like, but my mom, she wouldn't see my house as a limit or her house as a limit. She would see um, an empty wall. And think, well, you can stack containers there. So I can give you these nice towels I found on sale and you can store them till you're ready to get rid of your old towels and use these towels. And I would say, I I don't wanna stack bins in my living room, even though there's a wall right there, mom. I don't wanna do that. And um and so, you know, so when she when she died and we emptied out her house, oh I found these beautiful new towels that I refused, you know, and then I feel bad about stuff. I shouldn't be crying, I'm sorry, this is too it's much. Okay. But anyway, um, she knew I had a, <laughs> so silly, but I had a rubber ducky theme for my little kids, when my big ones were little. And that was our bathroom, it was all like rubber ducky. And she found me rubber ducky towels. So it was heartbreaking, because now we had moved houses and I no longer had a rubber ducky theme, but she had all these towels. And it just, it breaks my heart. I don't know. But so we did use them. <laughs> we ended up using them. Good. But she had, already, she had already passed. Um, But, you know, you just do the best you can. And I, I really didn't want to have bins of unused towels or clothing that didn't fit my kids yet that we were going to grow into. I just want what we need and not more than that. And I'm sure my mom felt the same way, but she... Oh, she was a depression baby, you know, that yeah. um, whole yeah. thing. And she really did just want us to have everything. So, but everything is too much. Can't live with everything. Right. You, know, you can't have, I don't think you can have quality of life and live with everything. I think you need space, you know, and, and you don't even know what you have when you have, quote, everything. You you can't have things in bins. They're out of sight, out of mind. And then I have experienced stopping my Costco um, membership because even though we have a large family, I can't, I can't have paper towels piled up, you know, to the ceiling. I can only have, I can only store one package of paper towels. And good luck finding it right now. By the way, right. <laughs> so, so
1: what? What is your? What's your question? I, I oh, I'm, yeah. I'm getting oh, a lot sorry. out of what you're saying. I'm sorry. I love, no, I think <laughs> okay. what you're saying is very valuable. But I do want to get to, you know, what sure. is.
0: What is your question? Well, so so my question was sort of under the umbrella of limits. My mom, she didn't want to be limited by financial limits, so she opened a Kohl's credit card account, which wasn't great. But, um, you know, sometimes finances can limit you in how much you buy and how much you store. Um, sometimes space can limit you, like your container concept. Like, I can only fit this much in this container. But, like, with my mom, she didn't accept some of the limits that i accept like you know like this room is not going to have containers in it of storage this room is going to be just seating and a table you know stuff like that so my limit i think for me is really helped along by your idea of taking pictures accountability pictures and like that helps me see what the room actually looks like versus what i kind of i don't know slob vision what i think i'm seeing <laughs> like, right um, it's, it's so great to use the kindred spirits page and take a picture and put it up there and, and then make progress, um, from that. I think I'm babbling right now, but it's okay. This, this, so so a here, good idea.
1: Is your, is your question how you wish you would have dealt with her bringing you stuff? Is that what,
0: yeah, like sure. how,
1: how do you, how do you deal with somebody who out of love, Yes. <laughs> is giving you stuff that you personally can't handle.
0: Sure. I, I do. Because I do feel bad about refusing it, but I also felt bad accepting it because I right. accept tons. We, we absorbed tons of her gifts and it was right. really overwhelming. Well, I think it sounds like you came
1: to a point where you handled it better than you used to. Right.
0: I hope so. Yeah. You know? I think um, so.
1: Yeah. It, here's the reality is Blaming yourself, you know, instead of blaming the other person, even though technically it may be very frustrating, you know, that, that they're doing things, but I've had to do with this with my mom and my mom is very understanding that I have issues. I mean, she reads my books, you know, so she knows, you know, exactly what it is that I have to have. But I, I do a lot of times I will just be like, I'm sorry. I so love this. I wish I could take it. Thank you so much. But I've got problems. I can't handle it, you know? (laughs) Right. And so it it, you know, and and that may be I know that there are some relationships in life where you want to be like, why can't you understand this? But at the same time, I mean that's just where does that ever get us? You know? Like instead just taking the blame and saying, I am so sorry I can't handle this. I am so sorry. I and don't. That is. That's accepting my limit. My yeah, limit and I don't I function handle. well. Yeah, I don't function well with storage boxes in my living room. Like it just oh. it 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 doesn't work out well for me. You know, and so right, and then right. realizing the one in one out. You know, so oh, maybe one, in, one out. Yeah, yeah, maybe you have, and and I know this is all in the past, and I get it, and I, and that makes it even harder to talk about. But maybe you get to have brand new towels on a really regular basis, you yeah. know, like, <laughs> yeah, right. So, you know, I, I mean, my goodness, yeah. think of all the people at the thrift store who are going to love oh, getting love barely used towels right. because you get right. brand new towels every three weeks, you know, or whatever. That's right.
0: Yeah. I love that because that allows her, let's pretend she's still alive, to do what she wanted to do, which was, give me towels, you know, or give me whatever, and then I could just, like, if I could have more easily let go of, yeah, what we already had, or not that, anyway, but I love what you just said, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, well, and, and, and there's also the reality, too, of, what if you take those towels and you stick those things in your donation box, and then the donation boxes, you never get them yeah. out of your house? And then that, you know, it becomes another right. thing for you to say, like, I want to take these towels. These towels are amazing. But here's my problem I'm so right. bad at donating my old towels. Right. And then the reaction might be, why would you donate your old towels? You know, but it's like, oh, well, because I don't <laughs> have room for this. You know, so it, it kind of right. gives you opportunity to explain these concepts that, I mean, who knows, who knows if at a younger phase in her life, she might have heard the container concept and it might've changed how she saw some things. You know, I, yeah. I mean, I, I'm not, you know what I mean? I know, I know what you mean. We're, we're, we're you getting in, you know what I mean? But, I but at the I mean. same time, but it, sometimes it's this putting things, putting the blame on the space instead yes. of on you. It's not that I don't appreciate your stuff. Like I right. love this, yes, I'll take it. do you mind dropping off my old towels at Goodwill on your <laughs> way home
0: <laughs> like, that's awesome <laughs> um, you
1: know because yes. because it also is a very like I mean believe me I've my in-laws have both passed away, but you know their faces many times when I say things I, I would really you know it was they were looking at me like <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, all I'm doing is stating facts. Okay. Right. I'm, stating, I'm stating the reality of, of the facts here, you know, which right. is I only have this much space. I can only handle so much, you know, so.
0: Um, yeah, no, yeah, that, I, that's key. That's key. And also at the time when it was happening, I did also want to change her behavior and that yeah. wasn't happening. I wanted her to stop spending money I wanted her to not just buy me towels because she saw towels, you know, and, and, and I didn't understand. I couldn't change her like love language. Like that really was how she wanted, how she could express how much she cared about all of us, you know? Which is one of the
1: reasons why I appreciate you being willing to talk about it because you being willing to talk about it, you have some distance. There are a lot of people who are where you were at the time when she was giving you towels who are just frustrated.
0: Yeah, you're it can be back. annoying. Yes, yeah, and
1: you're looking back and going, What if I hadn't wasted my energy on being frustrated and instead exactly. just this? Because the other thing, too, is we don't know what would have happened. But if she gave yeah. you new, new towels and you said, Hey, thank you so much. Can you take my old to- Let me go grab my old towels. Can you drop them by Goodwill? well, she might have been like, well, those are good towels too. So why would you want to get rid of those? And then you get the chance to explain, I don't have space for them. And that might have changed the next time she saw towels because she might've said, oh, well, I love these towels, (laughs) but I loved those other towels I got her. And if I get her these, she's going to want to get rid of those old ones. And so, you know, I mean like who knows where that could have an effect down the line. And so I think it's just really valuable that you're willing to talk about it. Okay. Cool. Because I do think it's really going to help. Because this is a common question. I mean, this is a question I get on the regular. Like, you yeah. know, it's what do I do about well-meaning people who want to give things stuff for my kids, for my home, yeah. whatever? And I just can't handle it. And I, I think, I again, I, I say this sometimes, but people get worked up when I start to say things about hoarding because you know it is a, it's out of my realm of expertise. Except that your story is one I hear a lot, which is intentions are good. There are intentions behind the collecting of stuff that's actually good, which I personally can relate to because my intentions were really good when I was bringing stuff into my home that I couldn't actually handle, you know? So yeah.
0: You were going to make money too. You were going to sell on eBay. I
1: was. Well, I did make money for a long time. I just couldn't you know,
0: a, yeah. it's brought That's more in than I big. could actually
1: deal with. So, yeah. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, cool. Um. So there was one other thing I wanted to talk about, which um, I sort of talked about already, but it was about when we hired Alice, like from the baby bunch, um, to help me with my dad. <laughs> so um, one of the things she said to me, and I, I mentioned she was older, um, and experienced. And uh, I think she was one of those born organized type people. She just had a different way of doing things. She knew exactly when certain cuts of meat were going on sale at the grocery store. She knew what like circulars to, to look for. (laughs) What a great job for her to have then. It's (laughs) It's wonderful. I love it. (laughs) Um, she was, she was great. And, um, but because we were very different, um, she had the job of watching out for my dad. She was taking care of my dad five days a week for like, the, for like breakfast, lunch, and then she could get dinner going and then she would leave. And she, would, she told me after she'd been here for months, she said, um, you know, Autumn, I, I watch you. <laughs> God, This hurt my feelings. I watch you spinning your wheels all day and you don't even sit down, but you're not really getting a lot done. And I was like, oh, oh, don't say that. I worked hard all day, you know, I did get stuff done. And she was, she was like, "Uh, no, not really. And she, um, she (laughs) insisted. I just, Alice, (laughs) I know, right? (laughs) She, she said, I didn't know how to do it. And she meant her way. You know, I didn't know how to do it her way, but she, um, her way, was to start in the upper left-hand corner of a room and work her way clockwise in each room. And you don't leave the room until you're done. And she meant like not just dusting for cobwebs, but like tidying and putting things away. And you just work your way clockwise. And wow, my brain does not work like that. But um, I tried. I I have tried. And when I do, it does hurt. (laughs) It feels very uh, not natural to me. Well, I,
1: here, Here's what I'm don't. here. Here's the thing that I'm hearing yeah. there is that, sure. um, the key phrase was yeah. that don't leave until you're done. Ah, um, okay. and I think, you know, I think, you know, because you've read my books and listened to the podcast that that phrase right there can be a real overwhelming stumbling block for a lot of us because oh. we're like, um, like, did you, did you listen to Divya's episode? Did, this the morning? most recent one. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So, um, you heard her mathematical analysis of things. Yeah. The algorithm. Yeah. That's so fun.
0: Yeah. That was awesome.
1: <laughs> but, but I think that's kind of what's going here is like for the uh, most of us who relate to what I talk about, we need the, like, it's the same as the decluttering without making a bigger mess. It's the take it there right now. It's the, we are setting ourselves up for failure when we start something that has to be taken all the way to completion Mm. before we can actually, you know, be done. And so, so instead, and I, I think obviously Alice knew how to do things. And Alice was exactly right for her. Like she had for, found yeah, the thing that worked for her. What you yeah. need to know is to give yourself permission to not feel like a failure because that didn't work for you. Okay. Uh. Instead to, to remember, I need to build that momentum. So I need to focus on dishes, dishes getting done, being done. That's where I start. So where she starts at the you know corner of a room, because I'm guessing most likely it would never even occur to Alice that people could leave their dishes undone. You know, I don't know. And I, we, <laughs> You're right. That's didn't, who she was. Yes. Yeah, we didn't talk about <laughs> dishes, so I have no idea where you are on that. But instead of saying, okay, that would be great once I have a lot of other stuff under control to maybe give that a shot again. But even if you never get to that point, it's fine. Because yeah. I, instead, I say go with these big tasks. We're going to, I'm going to do my dishes every single day. I'm going to make sure they're finished. And I'm going to do that every day until I figure out the rhythm and the method that works best in my, my home with my family. I'm also going to, you know, do a five minute pickup every day because that's going to have more impact for you and your personality and the way that your home runs than doing every, you know, like you, you already said that, it's not that fun to do a five minute pickup with the family. Well, it's also not fun to start in the corner for you and go all the way around. But I'm going to tell you that you're probably going to see a bigger impact in your home by doing the five minute pickup with your kids, even though it's not fun. Like there's going to be a bigger long-term impact. That's going to build more momentum for you than feeling like a failure because that method isn't going to work for you. And you probably right. knew that the minute she said it, but I, I, I understand because that was me too, as I was like, I feel like I am working, running, all day long and there's nothing to show for it. So the, yeah. yeah, so the yeah. goal is to have something to show for it. Meaning if I'm going to declutter, I'm going to start with visible spaces. And, um, right. you know, I'm going to get the dishes under control to where they don't require a whole lot of time on my part. They really are a minor job. Um, yeah. You know, I'm going to, anyway, so I think it's that those, all those things of building momentum are going to have that impact, but it's not necessarily going to be to get to the point where you can do things the way Alice did it.
0: Right. I Right. You're absolutely right. She's, she's different. She's different than me. And my. Which is awesome. And that's
1: how we're supposed to be. I mean, like. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but, but me, me wishing I was like Alice doesn't get me anywhere. That's true. But right. doing my dishes gets me somewhere,
0: you know. Right. And. Oh, and but, I, I do want to, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Well, I was going to say um, we didn't talk about dishes, but I do want to say it's it was for the longest time my main focus. And we yeah. did get rid of dishes, and we got rid of Tupperware, and we got rid of anything that I didn't like. Love using um, coffee mugs. We just got rid of all the extraneous things over the years since. We- As you worked on the dishes habit. Yeah, I mean, um, we moved into this house five years ago, and we just moved a lot less in. That was a big decluttering purging time um but it had everything to do with um your books and um reading things you've written and also fly lady help too but i don't go to bed unless the dishwasher is running and the very first thing i do every morning it's either me or one of the kids because it is a chore that we have a son mm-hmm. but sometimes they're in school um but to empty the dishwasher yeah. So that our breakfast dishes can go in, you know, we are lucky we have a dishwasher and every night we run the dishwasher and I try, my big push is to get everything hand washed that didn't fit so that in the morning you're met with like not an overwhelming kitchen. That's that, the kitchen is key because we spend so much time yeah. cooking, <laughs> but it, it has really not been mentioned because it's really feeling pretty good. The kitchen feels pretty good. Well, how long ago was Alice in your house? Uh, two years ago now, I think.
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. And, and we, um, we do still, we do occasionally use the laundry chute. I got to say we do still rain endless laundry down, but it's, it's nice having a chute. We didn't, she suggested we paint it shut. (laughs) (laughs) Again.
1: (laughs) Oh, Alice.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Right. Okay. But it is nice to not have to carry like wet coat Oh, yeah. Like, Yeah. (laughs)
1: <laughs> okay. So tell me, um, what is your favorite thing about being a kindred spirit?
0: Well, um, I think I wrote the answer was that I love that we have language in common. We have your like slob speak. Your uh, When we say slob vision, we know what we mean. We, we know what we mean when we say um, an awkward pause, like how to fill an awkward, you know, like the, yeah. these terms are, are great, this vernacular to have in common. But I I also really just uh, love that tool that, um, that I can post pictures and not worry about the judgment. You know, I'm, I'm in some other Facebook groups like organizing and cleaning groups and oh my goodness, like I wouldn't dare post a before picture in those, you know, people just have fits. <laughs> and, and you know, some of the before pictures um, that I post, I simply do it for accountability to myself. Like this is what it really looks like. Now others have seen it, but they're not going to rain judgment on me, they're just gonna the this group is just so great. They're just gonna rah rah rah, you know. <laughs> and yeah. and a good job when I post any kind of improvement. And um and, and it just it's good. It's like a starting gun going off, okay, now go and try to make some difference, you know, and um and it doesn't matter if I make a huge difference or a little difference. And but but it, it that's really fun. So I don't know if that answered but I, I this is No, I love it. That's great. Yeah. And the opportunity to talk to you, holy cow. <laughs> Have you been on the Zoom calls that we've done lately, the big group? No, I I, I shy away from Zoom calls. Sorry.
1: <laughs> okay. It's okay. It, they've been a lot more fun than I, I didn't know what to expect, but it's been a lot of fun just to kind of. I should
0: try. You should try it.
1: Yeah. I think I it's, try. it's been fun because um, like the first one that we did I said, okay, everybody kind of tell us how we would identify you from what you've posted in the group, you know, oh, <laughs> and it's fun nice. because it's okay. like, oh, that's who did such and such or that's who this or that or the other, whatever. Oh, cool. um, it's been, we've done three months now. I'm still not guaranteeing I'm going to do it every single
0: month, but it's been uh, fun. So I might at some point. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm the one that has all the plants. I love plants. There's no plants in my background here, but I'm looking at plants. I love oh, okay. plants.
1: <laughs> so I, I cannot keep them alive someday. my husband keeps our plants alive but anyway
0: oh good yeah my dad was the green thumb in my parents house yeah but um water once a week every give yourself a schedule sundays is our day and oh, that's I good live that way that's <laughs> oh, good sorry. oh it's water like, who would have thought they
1: need water I mean you know <laughs> right <laughs> right yeah, I have some hanging plants that are all dead now on my son he likes to say, Mom, these, these look great. I mean, every <laughs> single time when he comes home from college, he's like, Mom, you're and I'm like, okay, I know. I need to throw them away. <laughs>
0: anyway. That's your dried herb garden.
1: You're gonna be cooking with those. Right? Something or other. That's what it is. Great. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for being willing to come on here and well, thank um, you for
0: having me. I it's have such really an
1: honor. Well, and fill us in on, you know, if you get those socks thrown away or donated or whatever. And
0: All right. I'll let you know.
1: Okay. Wasn't that fun guys? I mean, really, <laughs> I just enjoy these conversations with you guys so much. If you are interested in being a patron of the show, you can join Patreon at the $5 a month level or more and, um, be a patron of the show and get to join our super secret Facebook group that she was talking about. Um, and you can also apply to do one of these sessions. So anyway, just go to patreon.com slash a clean to find out more about that. And just a couple other little things. Don't forget I think I'm going to be doing the writing thing soon that I've been talking about in previous podcasts. If you want to know more about that, go to a slobcomesclean.com slash write. Um, and always just sign up for my newsletter so that you don't miss when I have different special things going on, because I do have something really kind of cool coming up at the end of December. Um, you can go to a slobcomesclean.com slash newsletter, sign up there so you don't miss anything. Okay. I will talk to you guys next week. Bye.